0: Good evening everybody. How are you all doing? Welcome to Good Vibes with Jason B, a broad minds some more podcast. So, it's uh 5:26. I'm just about to get home and I just wanted to make a quick little episode. So, as I was getting off work today, um, I wanted to uh I wanted to do just a little shopping, you know, personal shopping for, you know, to improve my wardrobe and whatnot. And I one of the things that I have a hard time with is wardrobe when it comes to business attire and not just trying to dress, you know, frumpy or whatever is just quick and easy. You know, I'm really trying to improve on my self-image. And one of the things I noticed as I went into uh, the Pleasanton Outlet Mall, the San Francisco Outlet Mall, as they call it, um, I was going into a few uh, choice stores like Johnston & Murphy and uh, Cole Hahn, Those are men's shoe stores pretty much and I was noticing what they're charging. Now, um, some, i was listening to this guys and i was looking at the price tag it's like you know the lowest i think i saw a shoe was like 129 and the most expensive i saw was 450 dollars now i don't have that kind of budget but as i went to cole Hahn's outlet store i was noticing 150 uh 200 250 300 dollars per shoes and some of these um, men's casual shoes were made they had rubber soles I was like, how is this really craftsmanship? So this episode is basically titled Waste. You know, um in this day and age and here in California especially we are fighting for or we we are wanting cheaper prices, we we are being priced out of our homes and and so on. You know, taxes are going so high, and it's just like, what is the point of taxes if they don't really serve the people? And when they make something so expensive, like a crafted shoe or whatever, or even clothing for that matter, yet they sell it mass-produced in a chain, is it really worth that amount of money? Because, let's face it, if you ever try to sell clothes at a garage sale, most likely you're going to sell a pair of pants for jacket for maybe twenty. So no one's gonna understand the brand, you know, overall, um, in the long longest sense. I mean I can remember when I was a kid like the most reliable blue jeans you could possibly buy was Levi's by Levi Strauss. And they stayed that way for a long time. Then they started making the pants or the blue jeans in Mexico and they also started making them in China and they stopped producing them in the United States So they kind of like lost their edge a little bit. So in regards to waste spending, um, a lot of us are in debt. And it's like, how do we fight the inflation, fight the wasteful spending? And one of the things that I was thinking to myself as I was shopping, you know, yeah, a guy needs some signature pieces in his wardrobe. Namely, you know, a man should have a pair of black shoes. He should have a pair of brown dress shoes and an optional, like, light tan as a third, you know. And most most guys, we have, uh, whatchamacaw, we have tennis shoes. Like, I, I don't think I know a guy without at least three pairs of tennis shoes. And they can go upwards in the 150 to $200 range, you know, depending on the brand that you're buying, and especially if they're Nikes, um, you know, some people feel like, they want to have that comfort, that sporty feel or that performance. And it's all, you know, ingredients for the wasteful spending. So, I was thinking I was like, "Well, how can I build my wardrobe on the budget and income that I have?" And I was listening to some somebody on YouTube of how to do that. And yeah, you got to go thrift store shopping, unfortunately. And for a guy, we don't like shopping. I, I just don't. You know, I don't like wasting too much time in a store. But you always got to be looking. You know, you always got to be wanting to improve, and understanding styles no easy thing. But for men, it's it for us, it's a little easier because the trends don't change so fast. Now, um, because my size, I'm gonna have a big gut but skinny arms, skinny legs, and, you know, that's really an inflammation thing and bad eating, and, yeah, my diabetes. But, um, you know, now, when you, as I go towards the Bay Area in San Francisco, um, the clothes are designed and fitted for slender more men, so people are taking care of stuff, and they're using less material but still charging the higher price. So what do we do, you know? Um, what I would do, um, what I'm thinking of is, yeah, flea market shopping, thrift store shopping. A lot of these things you can find a lot of these name brands people just want to sell, get rid of um, for cheaper prices. You know, I mean, we're, we're not all we're not all meant to buy. Um, like in, spending a hundred dollars on a pair of jeans to me is just ridiculous, and especially if they have like rips in it, especially stone wash. I mean, yeah, I get style, but is it really what we need? You know, um, the only way I'm going to spend that is on a nice pair of slacks so that I know that they're designed for me, you know, their comfort. So as I'm listening to people and who want to be entrepreneurs um, and people who want to excel and create a side hustle, and they don't want to spend so much, they don't want to be in debt so much, and I'm like, I'm all for them. But it's like, what are the spending habits that we have um, that create that access and that waste, because I'm thinking in order to repair this country, we're geared to be spenders and not savers, and so to change the mindset of people um to change an education level of people to improve society and not import people like from other cultures to come be the creators the the innovators uh. Um, from other countries to live here so much, um, we need to encourage the creativity, the mindfulness, the savings, the economic-friendly buys versus dies, you know what I mean? And what I mean by dies is it's like something you know you're outrightly going to uh, spend too much money. And then so, you know, I went to go pick up, like, a pair of pajamas for my daughter at these outlets, and my, my girlfriend's really a big uh, fan of Jenny and Jack. Now Jenny and Jack is like a children's line for little ones, basically. Um, it's quite pricey. I mean, I saw some things that were like, like a basic pair of pajamas was like forty nine dollars, and I'm like, dude, I could go buy the same thing almost at Target for. here in the United States, and one of the things that a lot of people are talking, even stores are just hyping up, is the Black Friday sales. Now, Black Friday was originally designed for the next day after Thanksgiving to give people a chance to have that day off to go shopping and to buy Christmas gifts. That's typically what it was designed for. But then it became like this corporate price-gouging Feel that they have deals when they really don't. And it's happening more and more often. Uh, people are, stores are now open on Thanksgiving Day, starting at 6 o'clock or even at 3 o'clock for some places. And I think for family togetherness, I think that is a huge turn off. And those cultures that are moving into the United States, they're like, well, what's Thanksgiving? I really don't care. You know, I'm just going to get a great deal. So, again, creating that commerce monster who has to constantly buy and, you know, yes, it creates um, commerce or spending, but people aren't saving. And what's what? That's one thing that I noticed about healthy countries with healthy economic systems is the amount of population that people are investing and saving. So how does that relate to waste? Well, if you're more of a spender, you're going to get rid of You're going to buy more things, but you're going to end up getting rid of more things. And it's just like you work so hard for so little. So that's my little spiel for tonight. I just kind of wanted to talk lightly about this. I wanted to raise a little bit of awareness before. I don't know. There's so many different ones. You can find me on here. I just haven't, you know, gotten to the website part of it all and just really looked at it. But uh, you want to listen, you know, hey, drop on by to Anchor. Add this, add the app and, you know, leave a comment. So uh, you all have just a great night, okay? Thanks. Hey,
1: everybody. Welcome to Good Vibes. Jason B. at Broadmines & More Podcast. It's early Friday morning and there's just some things that are really... uh, thing that's caught my interest is uh you know i don't like complaining about anything really but um anchor has dramatically changed the format and you know usually i just go with it i have no problems you know it's like hey it is what it is and no problems but you know one of the things that i i really wish they hadn't changed about anchor was when you would listen to other people's stations and then you would hear someone who would do a call-in and they'd have something really cool to say. You like what they have to say and you'd like to find out more about their station. You know, see what kind of philosophy or whatever they have to say. Well now, in call-ins, you can't see um, as a listener who the call-ins are. And I don't know if it's protection of privacy or, or what, but it's, cr- it, it's really not cool. And then the also, the other part that I, I don't like in the changes is like, when you would see people who listen to your station, whether they applaud or not, um, you can't see who um, on anchor has listened to you, which always helped me sometimes I would call people back and you know and I would just if I hadn't listened to their station a while I just at least give them the decency and the respect like hey thank you for dropping by and listening to my episode you know gratitude so from what I see it's like anchor is trying to provide some kind of protection of your identity to a point and just make podcasts only and it feels like they want to, or at least it seems like to me that eventually they'll get rid of Collins altogether, which that's what made Anchor, to me, really appealing um, when I first started earlier this year, and ever since 2.0, it's just like been one change after the other, and it seems like, not not to insult anyone, but Anchor's run by a bunch of you know, kids who, they got themselves started an app and now they have these, all these probably fears of, uh, copyright infringement and so on. Cause I remember when people wanted to, um, you know, get paid for their stuff, they had to remove their music. At least that's what anchor was telling you. And it was basically up to you. It's your responsibility But then I guess there's discussions about how Anchor um, is really ultimately responsible because they are the platform They give the ability to be able to, I guess you'd have to say pirate the music, whether you make money or not. So it is copyright infringement. So the progression I've seen of the restrictions they offer now, I'm not liking. Like through my iPhone, I can't just post to Anchor only. Because there's some episodes I don't want to post to the rest of the world. But I do want to post on Anchor. And there's some things where I want to post everywhere. Well, I don't no longer have that ability. So now it makes me want to record less. So I, I have to really pay attention to what's going on. You know. And it's something to keep in mind for all of us. You know. It, it's not something that we all have to take lightly. So... And I've also noticed, since they've made these drastic changes, a lot of podcasters have just dropped off. Um, Some really cool people that I wish they would continue their their material, like The Psycho Man, Um, I haven't heard from him in over a month. Uh, Katie Harrell with The Life, I know she's podcasting once in a while and pretty much making her stuff on um, iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Um, And a number of others who've just dropped off, you know, gone. So with all that being said, it's, it's a really interesting thing about how, what Anchor is doing or the direction they're going. Um, are they trying to make money off this, like in a large sum? Uh, I feel like the listeners have lost connection you know here on Anchor because there's lots of stations that really catch my interest and some people are still going and some people are just like nah this ain't for me so I understand. So what do you all think for those of you on Anchor? What do you think about podcasting through Anchor? Um, let's Let's hear from you.